Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. When you think of the amazing coaching of our favorite teams that win and win and win, did you know they work hard at the fundamentals? The ones that their position coaches help them master? Well, of course you did. Whether it's double plays in baseball or runs up the middle in football, the players learn to focus and control the critical moves that increase their odds of building the keystone habits that win. Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined. Thanks for joining us as we explore the three fundamental areas for great sales coaching. But first, back to sports. Years ago, when accompanying my son Ryan to the Clemson baseball camps in the summers prior to his recruitment there, I witnessed the Clemson head coach teaching shortstop second baseman and first baseman working over and over again the moves and habits and timing of double plays. I watched Coach Leggett, the head coach of that year's number one college baseball team, stop the action explain to the shortstops that as the second baseman moved to the bag, exactly where to throw the ball to him, even what location on his body. Coach Leggett then turned to the second baseman and told him what part of the bag to cross, with which foot, and where to hold his glove for the throw from the shortstop. Next, he explained to the first baseman how to stretch from the bag and receive the throw from the second baseman. Then, over and over again, they practiced this routine and timed the exchange until it was smoothly performed with great efficiency and in faster and faster times. In baseball, for the greatest teams and players, there are steps and athletic moves to learn that are basic and fundamental within four main areas, pitching, fielding, hitting, and running. In football, the primary areas are defense, offense, and special teams, which includes kicking. In every endeavor, there are primary process areas that contain the best step-by-step actions, a few of which that when performed in the right way may be considered as keystone habits. Now you may ask me, what is a keystone? And then, what is a keystone habit? A keystone in architecture is often a wedge-shaped rock that is placed last within a stone archway that stabilizes the entire structure. When used figuratively, keystones may refer to anything that holds a process or system together that thing on which everything else may depend. For example, a keystone species would be a plant or an animal that has significant influence on a particular ecosystem. Remove the species and the ecosystem begins to break down. When I began my research for this podcast, I found that in fact bumblebees are often keystone species in most terrestrial ecosystems. The online blog of Prairie Nursery tells us that they are responsible not only for the reproduction of countless plants, but they're also instrumental in creating the seeds and fruits that feed wildlife, from songbirds to grizzly bears. When bees disappear, the ecological impacts are catastrophic. The removal 
of a keystone species can trigger a cascade of negative changes. So, as we turn to sales and coaching our salespeople, let's focus on the keystone habits within the three main coaching areas for professional sales leadership. These are sales planning, activity management, and face-to-face prospect and customer interaction. These three areas are the equivalent areas to the four I mentioned in baseball, hitting, fielding, pitching, and running. Sales planning, activity management, and face-to-face interactions are the three step-by-step process areas which contain most of the habits for the best professional salespeople. Those who are considered high producers year-end and year-out, they are the ones that contain keystone habits on which all the other actions and steps depend. If these keystone habits disappear or are never developed, the sales impact is catastrophic and a cascade of negative consequences occur for a company's brand, closing percentages, and the rep's consistent production numbers and incomes, especially over the long term. In our time together today, I will provide you with one keystone habit in each of these areas. If any of these are removed or never developed within a sales team, the length of time will vary for the emergence of negative consequences just the same as in nature. But the effect will be negative, and they will accumulate. It's important to note that some companies, like some startups and those looking to pile up fast returns and sell out, may not care about anything but the time frame to high profits. Building a lasting and great company will not be of importance to them. The leaders within some companies will not care about professionalism or employee or customer relationships or sustaining their growth over the existence of their company. Now, with that said, let's turn to the first area, sales planning. This is the area that contains the steps for organizing and designing the sales goal achievement plan for each of the reps and the team. These include the sales and income goals, the necessary daily activity levels necessary to reach those goals, minimum closing percentages, prospect selection, and approach strategies for setting appointments with new potential customers. The keystone habit for coaching reps in this area is learning to ask a specific set of need development questions that lead both you and the rep to a clear understanding of a rep's goal. Whether income-focused or competitively focused, the goal that will be most motivating for each rep. This keystone habit contains the glue that focuses you and the rep on designing and then doing all the other actions within a great sales plan. If it is left out, the default goal becomes the company goal and not the salesperson's personal goal. The negative impact of this missing piece across the sales team will be lowered motivation toward the activities necessary for sales goal achievement. Now, let's finish our time together today with the two other areas and their keystone habits. The next area is activity management. This contains the salesperson's daily activities contained within their sales plan. Activities like networking, adding prospects to a list, phoning for appointments, setting them, holding a certain number of appointments each week, and following up with people still in decision mode or with new customers. This area also includes the tracking of important activities, ratios, 
sales results, and weekly sales team and individual sales team meetings. The keystone habit in this area is setting a consistent number of weekly first appointments, the number of which takes into consideration cancellations. All sales activities depend upon this habit. For our last main area of concern, we have the area that contains the daily face-to-face interactions with prospects and customers. That's a pretty important area, isn't it? Do you know what the keystone habit is? Listening. Yes, listening to a person's responses to a set of well-defined questions that a rep asks to help himself and someone else discover their wants, needs, and problems relative to purchasing a product or service or fixing a problem. All other parts of a company's sales process, from initial contact to presentation to follow-up after a sale, depend upon the glue of this one habit. Teach and coach this habit to all of your reps. Today, we've covered the keystone habits within three major areas of concern for outstanding sales professionals and world-class results. If you do anything well as a coach, coach these, practice these, pay attention to their design, and you will set all other parts of your selling machine up for success at outstanding sales goal achievement, competitive strength, and an amazing company brand. You will see motivated reps after their own goals, fighting to get in front of the right number of prospects each month, and listening to each person into their next purchase. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes to be a better and better and better leader. So, be better. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.